This week on The Dreams That Shape Us. In having these dreams, I began to branch out and experiment and do some more of those things that I used to do before. And the reaction that my body had was not as exaggerated as it had been three years ago. So I realized all of those years, I could have been very slowly getting back on my feet, but I hadn't because of fear. Thanks to the dreams, the fear has more or less dissipated. And while I am still cautious, I am a lot more liberated. I feel I feel that my mind is more liberated and I'm more open to trying new things, to going outside, to being more active. So you have your life back in a way. Our modern Western culture places little to no value on the power of our nightly dreams to inspire, shift, and reorganize our lives. This podcast demands a deep reconsideration of the role dreams play on our path to a more vital and meaningful life. The following is living proof of the life-affirming power of dreams to affect change and redirect the trajectory of our inner and outer lives. These are the dreams that shape us. We can have dreams that shape our lives in ways that are very significant and meaningful. Sometimes the dreams are conventional dream experiences. It's the sort of thing that you might analyze with a dream analyst or a dream worker. And sometimes those dreams are unconventional experiences. The dreams that can show you what is coming up in your life, the dreams that can seem like they are a type of intervention, dreams that can give you information and knowledge that seems to come out of nowhere, but you know that it's meaningful and it's crafted for you, that there's a deep message in the dreams. So we have someone with us today who had such an experience, not just one dream, but an entire series of dreams that have shaped his life. You could say that there was a before the dreams and there was an after, and his life changed pretty drastically. Before the dreams, Harper had been told that he had a heart condition that threatened his health, and he was afraid to do the things that he enjoyed doing such as skateboarding, anything that might get his heart rate up. The doctors told him it was dangerous. So there he is, and he's restricted away from the things that he used to like to do that kept him active. He was staying indoors. He was starting to feel depressed and maybe a little hopeless, feeling down about the prospects for his life. And then he had a dream. He had a dream about being a character from a game that he was playing. He he didn't even notice the character. It was just something that flashed across his screen on the Discord chat app, and the character stuck in his mind. He only saw it for a couple seconds, but then he dreamed about it that night. So he felt like there was something more to it, and he started investigating. It turned out that that character in the game was based on a character in a show, an anime show from 2012, called The K-Project. Mm-hmm. 
So here it is, eight years later, Harper had never seen the show, he'd never even heard of it. But he started investigating, and he started watching the show, and he found out that what he'd been dreaming about was from the perspective of a character from the show, a character that he could relate to, a young man who was active and liked it to skateboard. And then he found that the content of those dreams that he was having was mirrored in the show's that he watched The K Project later, not before, later, he would have the dreams and then he would see the show. And the shows were lining up with his dreams. This episode's interview is executed by Jam DeBoard and is narrated by me, Steve Ernenwein. Enjoy. So, Harper, thank you for joining us to share your experience. It was early July of 2020, and you started having these dreams about being the character from the show. Why don't you start off by telling us the name of the character? Yes. Um, okay. The character's name was Yata Misaki. Um, and that is, of course, Japanese. The word Yata is actually, um, it can actually be written with the kanji for the for the number eight. And that is actually um, important because when I had my first dream on the night of July 2nd, 2020, um, I actually saw the number eight three times in my dream. And I had no way of knowing anything about the character, anything. I don't really know anything about Japanese characters and what they stand for. So when I got up and I started to research things about this show and about this character, it just so happened that this character's name could be written with that number eight in, in um, Japanese characters. Um, but anyhow, these dreams, uh, they, they overtook my nightlife for the entirety of July. Um, actually, from July 2nd all the way to July 31st, I had a total of about 40 dreams of being this character. And out of those 40, approximately, I would say, 15 to 20 of those were precognitive, meaning that I dreamed of an experience that uh, later happened in the show. I had no prior way of knowing that those things would happen. Um, I had not watched the show. I had never heard of this show. So when I had the dreams and I was this character, I was having these experiences from this young man's perspective. Um, and so later on, when I would watch the show, I decided to you know, watch it because I was having these dreams and something called me towards it. I felt that I should watch the show in the off chance that perhaps what I was dreaming of really would happen. So sure enough, they did. And I watched on the screen as my dreams essentially unfolded. Things such as characters, plot points, locations, um, even quotes and things that were said and characters that were in a setting together at one time. So that is essentially what I was dealing with for all of July. There is this truly gorgeous function of dreams where they align your story with the story of a character, say, from a movie or a TV show, like in this case, or a myth or a book or whatever. And the genius way the dream melds the two of your stories together often offers the dreamer greater insight into their own self and path in life. 
And we also tend to become more enamored with these characters and stories in a greater depth because now our stories have a mythic and symbolic link that moves us beyond mere preference and into deep personal meaning for our life and ourselves. So when you started dreaming about being the character Yada Misaki, you did you feel like that character that you could relate to him on a personal level? Um, yeah, I definitely did feel that way, especially because he rode a skateboard. And the first thing I thought of when I saw that character was, hey, that's what I wanted to do. Um, before I fell ill, I had been practicing skateboarding. Um, I was leading a very active lifestyle, as you had said. Um, I was also going to the gym. I was doing weights. I was doing parkour. Um, I would run a lot. I could climb. Um, I could actually climb buildings and I would be perfectly fine. So seeing this character, he had these abilities to run without getting tired. He could ride his skateboard and he could fight while he was riding his skateboard. There were many things about his personality that really seemed to match up with the type of person that I used to be before I became afraid and started to seclude myself in my home, such as him being you know, loud. He was enthusiastic. He was involved very much with his group of friends. Um, so in a way, it sort of felt like I was watching a mirror of myself. That's somewhat of the vibe I got when I began watching this show. And I knew at that moment that the dreams that I had meant something, that there was a reason why they had come to me. So it's like your dreaming mind somehow knew that this character existed and that you would relate to it. So it gave you these dreams of showing you from the perspective of this fearless, skateboarding, adventurous young man, and you related to him because you looked at him and said, that's who I am, but I haven't been able to be that. And so you started relating to him um, through the dreams and then through the show that you were watching. You were seeing this character doing all of these great adventures, knowing about his life fearlessly. And that is something that you needed to have to be able to reclaim some of your old life back. So this continues throughout the month of July, where you would have dreams that featured settings, characters, actions, dialogue, plots, and then you would watch the show because you're kind of binge watching it on um, a streaming service and you would watch a few episodes of the show and you would realize that everything or not everything, but a lot of what you were seeing in the show, you had already dreamed about it. So you were having these precognitive experiences. So the implications, Harper, is, is that somehow your dreaming mind knew that this character existed it's. It makes you wonder how it is that the dreaming mind would know about something that you had no conscious awareness of. So your life has been changed in other ways. Um, but tell us about other ways that your life has, to, or yeah, tell us about other ways that your life has changed since having those dreams. Well, when I first started having these experiences, um, 
it was very surreal. And once the month of July had passed, I felt that change was already beginning to take form in my life. Um, I had donated my previous skateboard because I felt discouraged, but I went ahead and bought a new one. So I have a new skateboard and I've began practicing writing my board again. Um, I've been a lot more motivated, a lot happier um, thinking about my health. Understandably, there is a reasonable caution to have, but there's no reason for me to be afraid if I understand what my triggers are for my health and how to take care of myself. I understand that I'm not going to suddenly collapse and start having a crisis. As long as I'm careful, I'm in moderation, um, I, I can exercise. I've begun branching out and doing more exercise than I had previously done because I had been afraid to do any kind of exercise, anything that would increase my heart rate because my body did not respond very well to that. But that was several years ago. That was, I think now it would be three years since the diagnosis. And in those three years, I have been taking medication. I have had lifestyle changes that um, actually help my physical health. My physical health has gotten significantly better in that time. So I realized that these dreams sort of snapped me out of that mentality. It was somewhat of a wake-up call telling me, hey, you don't have to be as scared as you were three years ago. Now that you understand what this is, you understand how to combat it, you don't have to restrict yourself. I was wasting away. I had this mentality that for the rest of my life, I would just be confined to living in a house, um, sitting on the couch, moving from the bed to the couch and avoiding anything like amusement park rides or any kind of exciting gathering with friends. I was afraid to do any of those things. Our dreams not only want to see us survive, they want to see us thrive. They care very deeply for our emotional health as much as they do about our physical health. The death of our soul is taken as seriously as our mortality. And here, his dreams know that he's withholding himself unnecessarily. That he may need caution, but not to the extent that he's taken it. At least anymore. And they have taken great care to craft these dreams that offer him a character that is so much like himself. In a process so full of synchronicity that he can't help but undergo a form of soul retrieval. But in having these dreams, I began to branch out and experiment and do some more of those things that I used to do before. And the reaction that my body had was not as exaggerated as it had been three years ago. So I realized all of those years, I could have been very slowly getting back on my feet, but I hadn't because of fear. Thanks to the dreams, the fear has more or less dissipated. And while I am still cautious, I am a lot more liberated. I feel I feel that my mind is more liberated and I'm more open to trying new things, to going outside, to being more active. 
So you have your life back in a way. You, the, yes. It's it's not you're not at a hundred percent like you were before. I don't know if you're doing parkour, which by the way, for our listeners, parkour is where you do uh, kind of like wall climbing and uh, jumping off of buildings and stuff like that. Um, but you, I mean, maybe, or maybe you are, but you, you had this fear of the unknown. You've been told by the doctors that you needed to limit your activity, keep your heart rate down. And so this was keeping you under a cloud in a way you couldn't be active at all. You were just kind of living indoors and, and not taking any sorts of chances, but the dreams told you that you were actually could, um, start being active again, and they gave you the prompt to start experimenting with this, and it took some of your fear away. So you were also identifying with uh, the Yata character in a way. I mean, you know, like did he did did dreaming about being that character was that something that also helped to kind of fill you with that um, that adventurousness and that vigor and that willingness to you know, to try to be active again? I mean, were you kind of feeling him in a way as you went about this? Yeah, I definitely did. Um, when I was having the dreams, I recall feeling alive. I felt that I could do anything and I felt very confident in my own skin. And when I woke up from those dreams, I remembered how the way that I felt when I used to do parkour when I used to do all of those things, I felt the same way. I felt unstoppable. I felt confident. I really wasn't as self-conscious about my appearance and my presence as I am now. Um, I still struggle a little bit with that because sometimes I wonder to myself, you know, because I'm not able to do, you know, flips and jumps and climb up things the way I used to, do other people see me as lazy? Do they see me as weak? Um, but somehow it doesn't matter to me as much as it used to just because I know inside that I still know who I am. I still have that energy. I still feel that given the chance I would definitely do backflips off of a building, I would skateboard all over the place for several hours if I could. Um, and I want to get to that level. I want to show people who I am. And so instead of it feeling like it's weighing down on me, it feels more like a challenge that I'm willing to embrace. A challenge where even if other people do see me as lazy and weak and maybe even laugh because my muscles have dissipated, I can say, well, hey, you just wait because in a few years, I'm going to be doing all of those things again and I'll show you um, just the way that I had felt back then. And yeah, for right sure. on. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like Yata. He is a take no gruff kind of guy just from what I've seen of the character. You know, he's, 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 um, he's fearless. Um, he doesn't take crap from people. Um, he doesn't really care what people think of him. It seems like to me, he's got that sort of mm -hmm. attitude like, well, Hey, if you don't like me, then, you know, you can go fly a kite buddy. And he's going <laughs> to, he's going to do his thing his own way. And he doesn't care what anybody else thinks of him. And I really do hope that the time is coming when you can assume even more physical activity. You're, you're testing the boundaries to find out what's safe for you. And it's also, you're finding out that your body was healing during those years when you were kind of um, convalescing 
that your body was healing and that there might even come a day when you are, um, when you're healed completely, or at least you're able to get back to doing backflips and stuff like that again, and maybe go and buff up at the gym or something. Um, mm-hmm. I, I want to know Harper. Um, there are other ways that this has changed you, um, that these dreams have, or at least influenced and shaped you. One of those ways is you are now helping other people understand their dreams Some of that prompting came from me because I'm the moderator at Reddit Dreams, and I encouraged you. I said, Harper, you've had an amazing experience with this, and now you have a knowledge of dreams that might be able to help other people. So you're going to Reddit uh, where people are sharing their dreams, and you have been able to come in and um, talk with them about their dreams and give them perspective and advice and knowledge and stuff. Will you tell us a little bit about that? Right. So... That's another thing that I found very interesting that if I hadn't had these dreams, I wouldn't have met you. And if I hadn't met you, you wouldn't have told me about the Reddit dreams. And if you hadn't told me about Reddit dreams, I wouldn't have been able to help some of those people who were very grateful when I was able to explain some of their situations. Um, I've come across several people on r slash dreams who have had some very spectacular dream experiences some of them could be explained by sleep paralysis some of them even lucid dreaming and astral projection and there are a lot of people who could really benefit from that information um i have had the ability to astral project and i would seek out other people who could and try and share that knowledge even before that would happen, but I never did it to the extent that I do now, just because I always figured, well, no one cares. No one's looking for that. I really had no idea how large of a community there was and how many people were out there confused, seeking answers and looking everywhere that they could to try and explain what they had been going through. So now that I have been able to go on to read it and help these people um i've been not only just on r slash dreams but also on r slash astral projection um and responding to some people on r slash glitch in the matrix and past life regression um some with assistance and others just with sharing my thoughts on their experiences so it has been very mind-opening to see just how many people, how many thousands of people there are that value dreams, that value the subconscious and the things that are unseen. Brother, preach it. That is awesome. (laughs) All right. Um, I think we've got the idea here. I I think we've covered it. Let me just um, summarize something real quick for you. So, Harper, your life has been shaped by these dream experiences because now you feel like you are empowered in many different ways. You're empowered, one, to share your experiences with other people. You are empowered to help them with their experiences because sometimes when people have a weird dream experience, they go looking for help and they can go to places like Reddit. And there aren't many people providing answers there because there aren't many people who you either A, understand these experiences, B, have had them themselves, or C, 
feel empowered to help other people with their experiences. So your life has been shaped um, by this experience. It has opened your mind to um, the greater possibilities of what can happen through dreams. And now this is like a wave that's spreading out because you're empowered to go online and start talking with other people and help them to understand their experiences that they've had. So this is multiplying in a way because they will then feel empowered from talking to you to further explore their own dream lives and then to help other people who maybe have been in the same situation as they have been. But you also say that you are, you're more motivated, you are happier, you have been skateboarding, you're more active, you're more creative, and you're more courageous. So is it fair to say that all these things have been, your life has been shaped in this way, all these things have come together through your dream experience to shape you in a way to put you, there was before July of 2020, your life was going in a certain direction. And now after July of 2020, because of these dream experiences, you're going in a very different direction. Your life has been shaped and changed what I would say is dramatically by the experience. Would you say so too? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What do you feel like intervened in your life? Um, I asked myself that question as well. And the only thing I could think of was God, the universe, um, whatever one's definition of God is, whatever one's definition of the universe is, whether whether a listener may may see them as intertwined or two separate entities, I feel that somehow God and the universe both worked in my life to present to me this path. I feel that perhaps I was supposed to branch out, perhaps I was supposed to have gone on this path of bouncing back from my illness and seeing it as a minor inconvenience, but instead I sank into a fear and into a depression. And seeing as it was going on too long, somehow the thing, something had to align to give me that wake-up call. If we invest in dreams even just a little bit, we will always receive the wake-up call we need to correct and reshape our lives. That is, I suppose, if we are willing to admit it and honor it enough to make the adjustments that the dream is asking of us, which by no means will always be easy. In fact, dreams often challenge us to no end, often asking us to leave long-standing relationships or long-held jobs or any situation or relationship that has become toxic or stagnant and ultimately detrimental to our soul. So his dreams are saying, Harper, you're 22, man. You got too much ahead of you to live your life like this already. Remember who you are. And gives them this amazing character to do just that. Um, I wanted to add this in about the character Yata. Um... He actually has a nickname within his group 
and it is Yatagarasu. And when I looked up Yatagarasu, that is actually the name of a Japanese deity um, who is known to represent intervention. It, 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 it represents intervention in the lives of humans to essentially show that someone is setting the path for them and putting them on the right track. And seeing that told me just what I needed to know, that there's a power out there who is looking out for me and who is looking out for everyone in ways that we couldn't even imagine. And this force, this energy assisted me and was able to set me on the right path. Okay. So this is just baffling and is so amazing. And he does a really incredible job making the connection here. But I just really want to accentuate it just so that the true gravity is really felt. Because, I mean, this dream character up to this point has been reflective of himself. But now, at once, is a symbol for the immense spiritual force in the universe that intervenes on behalf of mankind to set them on the right path. I mean, you can't even make this shit up. It's just baffling and so beautiful and poetic that the dream would capture this character and hold both of those experiences in the balance. And the true beauty of this is Harper's deep embodied knowing that this whole process that has erupted in his life has unfolded by a force that cares deeply for him, has intervened on his behalf. Thus, not only is he inspired to live out this character, but knows that he is being held and supported by something so much greater than us all. And there is something else that I'm reminded of here. You had a synchronicity. You you kept track of all of these dreams in a journal that you shared with me. You kept mm-hmm. very detailed notes of the dreams. And then you, in your journal, you talk about the things that happened in the show and how they lined up with the dreams. And it is over and over again where you would dream about a character, an action, um, a place, a setting uh, in in the show that was also in the dream. You had all of this very specific overlap. And um, I want listeners to know that we reviewed that journal together. And there is the odds of this being some kind of amazing random coincidence, I would say, are next to nothing. Because when you add up everything that Harper dreamed about over the month of July and how many of these, how many times it lined up with the show in exact detail, things he dreamed about ahead of time that popped up in the show that were, they weren't, I mean, these were details, things that happened in the show that weren't like things that you would dream about in ordinary life that you would see in shows that you would expect to see. Um, the little girl that showed up, uh, the um, the best friend that showed up in the dream um, that also showed up in the show. Uh, these things happened over and over again. But then towards the end, will you tell us about what happened with the song? You were listening to a song 
as you were thinking, you were writing in your journal and then this song started playing. So I've just set it up and you just go ahead and, and pick up from there. Right. So while I was writing these experiences in my journal, I was either on the final page or the second to last page of writing this in my journal when a, um, a song came on from a playlist that has over 300 songs. And it just so happened that this song contained a lyric that was emphasized. It happened just before the chorus. So it was a statement that was, again, emphasized. And the lyrics were, got to get back to the life that I knew. So when I heard that, I thought, that is a very bizarre choice of music to play while I am writing this very specific experience in my journal where I'm talking about how I needed to get back to the life that I knew because <laughs> that was essentially the whole topic of what I was writing. It was just another one of those very strange synchronicities, just another nod from the universe to let me know, hey, it's not over just yet. Sort of like a to be continued. That's what it felt like to me. Oh, it was just the beginning for you because that your your life was going off in a new direction after you'd had these experiences. Mm -hmm. You're writing about it in your journal and you're getting a sense that, yeah, man, this I had this experience and it's sending me a message. And you're thinking, well, maybe that message is that I can have my old life back. And then a song comes on that has the lyric, gotta get back to the life I had. And it's spoken very prominently in the song. And as you are writing this in your journal, the song is playing and repeating that message back to you as if affirming it through this synchronous experience mm -hmm. between what was happening in your mind and what was happening in your outer life. This is called synchronicity. And this is one of the things that you look for when um, you're, you want to know whether or not something has happened in a dream and you're like, I feel like there might be something more happening here. This isn't just a conventional dream. Like it seems like something larger, some bigger force in the universe is trying to speak to me. And then you have these synchronicities and this is a way of, of the universe speaking to you and saying, yes, yes, actually, you're right. I am sending you a message. And the message couldn't be any clearer, could it? Got to get back to the life I had before. I mean, that was kind of the theme song for you um, at, at that point in your life and going forward. Mm -hmm. The last words to the chorus of that song state, I'm not freaking out, but I'm afraid. Afraid of losing you. Poetic words one can imagine his dreams are saying to him right now and just as often to us all. They are constantly calling us home and as in Harper's case, back to the life we know. The 
Dreams That Shape Us is created and co-hosted by J.M. DeBoard and myself, Steve Erninwine. Recording and editing is shared by the both of us. Original music written and performed by me, Steve Erninwine, a.k.a. AQ The Dreamwalker. This episode also featured theme music from The K Project. And the stellar closing song you're listening to right now is Freaking Out by Mystery Skulls. Find a world of wisdom from Jay and DeBoer through his websites dreams123.net or .com. You can find him through YouTube or Amazon by searching Jay and DeBoer or find him on Reddit as u slash radal. And you can check out my dream-inspired hip-hop slash singer-songwriter music on Spotify under AQ The Dreamwalker. And you can check out AQ The Dreamwalker on YouTube for more intimate information on my music and my dreams. Hit me up on Instagram at AQ underscore If you're loving what we're doing, sharing is caring, man. It helps us obliterate the Western myth that dreams mean nothing and inspires more people to take their dreams more seriously. So any help is greatly appreciated. We need you. We really do. We really do. So thank you to everyone out there listening and a deep and handsome thanks to Harper for sharing his incredible story with us all. We love you. Night night. Oh, 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 oh,